There's been a recurring story in the news throughout the pandemic, off and on, and the headline usually reads something like this. He thought COVID was a joke. Now, uh, now he knows it's real. Usually it's a story about somebody who contracted a serious case of COVID um, and then deeply regrets their, their earlier lackadaisical attitude towards the virus. And some of these stories can be really pretty heart-wrenching to read. They are a reminder that this uh, COVID-19 is an objective reality, uh, that it exists and is potentially harmful regardless of our opinion uh, about the virus. Now, I know we all have at least a little bit of pandemic fatigue, so I mention all this not to lecture everyone on pandemic safety, but to draw an analogy. Just as a physical virus is real and potentially harmful regardless of our opinion about it, so too is it the case with sin. Sin is profoundly harmful. In fact, more, it is deadly. The deadliness of sin is true, regardless of our opinion. And I fear that today many uh, in our culture refuse to acknowledge there actually is such a thing as grave sin, and that there is terrible spiritual harm uh, that comes from living a life immersed in grave sin. Why why is sin so deadly? We need simply turn to our gospel where Christ uses the strongest terms, the most graphic images, uh, to speak about the deadly consequences of sin. You know, our Lord uses, uh, our Lord says this, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than with two hands to go into Gehenna, into the unquenchable fire. And then he continues, he uses a uh, Similar analogy with the foot and with the eye. None of those are pleasant images. He can't be serious, right? No, he is serious, but Jesus is using hyperbole. He is exaggerating to prove a point. He's not saying we should actually cut off our hand or pluck out our eye. What he's saying is that anything which places us in direct danger of committing grave sin. We must be willing to remove from our life. Why? Well, because the eternal good of our soul is more important than any temporal good. And sin puts the eternal good of our soul in peril. Now, somebody might object and be like, all right, isn't that a little dramatic? But the only response is to point back to the very strong words of our Lord because he doesn't mince words. You know, he's speaking about hell when he references Gehenna. Gehenna was a valley outside the walls of Jerusalem. Jerusalem's an elevated city, uh, so this valley was just below the city. And it was the city dump for centuries. And uh, you can imagine it would be a pretty disgusting place. And for whatever reason, they would burn it um, constantly, thought it would be more sanitary. He uses this very graphic image, an image that would have been known to everyone in the area to speak of the reality of hell. Now, I know it isn't pleasant to listen to a homily on hell, and I certainly do not mention it to scare everyone. I mention it, I speak of it, because uh, I wouldn't be doing my job uh, and in fact, I'd be doing everyone a grave disservice if I just glossed over these st- strong words of our Lord from our gospel. 
Sin is real and it is deadly. Hell is real and it exists. And Jesus speaks about it, not just in this passage, but throughout the Gospels. If God, who cannot deceive nor be deceived, warns us about this ultimate deadly consequence of unrepentant sin, then it would be the height of foolishness for us to downplay Christ's words only to make us feel better for a time. It'd be like uh, living as if the pandemic, uh, the the COVID-19 virus wasn't real, um, just because we want it to be. Sin is real. Hell is real. But the good news for us is so is God, and so is his mercy, and that his power is uh, seen most nobly in his willingness to forgive sin. We don't have to be paralyzed with fear by the fact that sin is deadly or that hell exists. For as long as there is breath in our lungs, we have hope. And God is merciful. He's ever ready to forgive our sins. No sin is stronger than God's mercy. No number of sins is beyond his power to forgive. And God wants us in heaven. How do we know that? Because he sent his only begotten son to go to the cross to save us, from, uh, to save us and bring us to heaven. To redeem you and me. For our part, though, we must repent. We must accept this gift of mercy that God so readily offers us. This mercy which can wipe away any sin. But we must go and tell God we are sorry for our sins. We must make use of the beautiful sacrament of reconciliation so that we can receive this grace, this mercy, and then seek to follow God with our whole heart. And if we persevere in that, repenting when we fall, striving to follow God ever more closely, then one day we shall praise him for all eternity with the angels and the saints in heaven.